Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. You know, it's always so awkward. I get to a point in the month where I remember that there are all these things that I should mention. And I never know. It's like, oh, how do I get into this? And so I'm going to assume right now that Future Rev, who is editing this, has found, like we have with the shopping, just some time to plug the podcast music. And if he found it, it starts right now. <laughs> yeah, all right. So the first thing I want to mention is that if you have the opportunity, if you haven't done it yet, if you could rate and review us on whatever it is you listen to podcasts, um, getting those rates and those reviews really help us be seen by other people. So if you could take just a moment out of your day and uh, give us a rating on iTunes or Facebook or Stitcher or wherever you happen to be listening to us, uh, we really appreciate it. As always, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at The Crit Show on all of those. And Rachel is back from the storm, and so she is putting up really great content every day. She makes really cool album art teasers the day before an episode comes out. So you can follow us on those various places and see all the different kind of content that she is putting together and putting up. Also, I've been sending out more of the Crit Show stickers. Again, if you would like to get one of those, you can just go to ko-fi, that's coffee slash the crit show and uh, if you make a donation there and just send us a message and tell us how many stickers you want we will make sure to get those out into the mail and also if you go to store envy search either the crit show or stylish senpai you will find our swag our t-shirts uh, male and female as well as our hoodies and i think that wraps up everything that i'm supposed to remember to do to help us grow instead i just get so involved in you know doing the show that i forget to do this kind of upkeep so that's the end of that Everybody at this point has heard Thousand Arrows, possibly. They've heard this. They've heard our Halloween episode. They haven't yet heard Hero Salad, or they haven't yet heard The Warren. But the thing in common with all of those, and the thing that people are always complimenting that we don't get a chance to talk about, is that Jake makes all of our music. So, good on you, Jake. Everybody yeah. <laughs> loves the music. It's so good. We have. Uh, really I've had a handful of people now who I know have our music as their ringtone. Um, so people ask all the time, you know, who does the music? Jake does the music. So, you know, you'll get to hear more of it fairly soon. Uh, you'll actually get to hear some of his new music. Uh, later this month, we will release on the feed the first episode of Hero Salad, kind of as a teaser uh, for December when the Patreon launches. And Hero Salad will be a regular part of the Patreon. That'll be a monthly game that we play, Worlds in Peril, that TAS leads. And it is a lot of fun. So... We have one other thing to do before we get into the episode. It is time to pick the winner of the Halloween contest. Oh, uh, sweet! Thank you for everybody who submitted your photos. So who's nice. who's gonna who's gonna draw the name? I want to do it. Kay. No, I want to do it. I said it first. 
Fine. Shut up. Good, because whenever you pick the wrong one and everybody else hates you, that's fine. Why are they all in a large skull mask? Yeah, these are all in a skull. I, I wanted to find something better than just my beanie to put them in. <laughs> uh, and so Jake and I went clearance shopping at the Halloween store, <laughs> and I bought a, a skull head. So all the names have been put into the skull head to draw. Uh, so again, this is uh, for submitting to the Halloween contest. Tass, who's the winner of the hoodie? All right, here we go. I'm going to have to take this skull from you. This is a mess. Oh, gosh, I, I need get, my skull. Get away. Okay. Everyone go away from me. I've got the skull. I can talk now because I'm <laughs> holding the skull. He's learned the source of my power. <laughs> Sucks to your ass, Mar. <laughs> All right, here we go. And the winner of our contest is Scott Heckler. Oh. Woo. Scott yeah. Heckler, uh, he is, Scott Heckler is a very nice guy. They are actually over in Ohio. He runs a podcast called Shocking Gasp, where they play uh, D&D. Uh, so he's been a very big supporter of the show. Well, that's very surprising, uh, despite his last name. <laughs> is there? <laughs> oh, we should probably mention, too, what he was for Halloween. He actually lost a bet to his wife, and so she got to pick his Halloween costume. And he had to go as Bro Sidon. Hell yes. Uh, and so I will pass this photo around uh, and we will post this. I suppose we should post it on everything since he won. I yeah, mean, that's yeah. only fair. Mm -hmm. But he has a trident with solo cups. Uh, so here's, I'm going to pass this around so you can all enjoy this for a second. Bro he has one of those. Uh, oh, my Lord. Like the mermaid tail skin hats. That's superb. This is pretty cool that he won because I know that this means since he lost a bet, his wife also wins since we'll put this just everywhere we can. This is awesome. Thank you for everybody who entered. And Scott, we will get your address from you and get that shipped off to you real quick. Post haste. Yep. Congratulations to the king of the brochion. You know, I would say it's probably time to let the recap roll, but I mean, there's not really anything pressing going on in the story. What's the like press select? How long do you want to wait mechanic in our game? Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, you I'm going to sleep in this inn for uh, just four days, please. Tass is at home, and there is a knock at the door. And Jake, you get the sensation that Tass needs your help. I'll run back out the door and try and get to him. You teleport into the hallway right outside of Tass's place, and you see Tass in his doorway stagger and fall backwards. Tass got attacked, and what? I tried to heal him, and it didn't work. What's wrong with him? Like, a plague doctor... Like from the dreamscape? And I'm getting wide-eyed like, oh no, this is all coming true now. Uh, okay, I'm going to grab him and I'm going to try and get us to IPT. Uh, lay down. Uh, let me go talk to the boys in the lab and see what we can't figure out. I've got some of the gas that they attacked Tass with. Oh, uh, I great. need some of the boys to take and analyze this. Yes, yes. Let's uh, come over here and help us with this. Be very careful. Apparently he's not getting better. What you've gathered from the gas that you were able to pull out of Tass's lungs and talking with the boys in the lab, what they discover is that it is a Vercolacus, which is a type of vampire. But this vampire works differently. If it knocks on your door and calls your name and you answer the door, you contract a wasting disease from it. And at the start of each new day, the poison sinks deeper into your system. And on the seventh day, the disease kills you. And the only way to remove the disease is to kill the vampire that caused the infection. And the thing that you know is that if you can't find this thing and kill it, five days from now, Tess will be dead. So from inside of the science lab, uh, you guys have just heard Tass screamed on the hallway. TJ, you have checked your watch and noticed that it is after midnight now. It is November the 1st. So what you're saying is that like every day, like he's going to take another harm yep. and he's just going to keep feeling this pain or like, is it just 
I guess I don't know because I haven't done any research on him itself. I'm going to go down the hall and check on him, see if he's okay. Das, you all right, man? I, no, I don't, no, no, I'm not. I'm not great. Like, where does it hurt? Right, it's like right down in my everywhere. All right, so um, can he function during the day whenever he's, you know, even though he's taking harm technically? Yeah, I mean, as of right now, he, he could still get up and move around and, you know, he do, just... Do cartwheels? <laughs> I don't know. Could you do cartwheels normally? Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, he, it doesn't... The sickness does not let him do things that he couldn't do before. Oh, okay. See, that that's what I was wondering. Like, like does it incapacitate yeah. him in um, any So, way? no, but mechanically speaking, at the beginning of each new day, he takes another point of damage um, that he cannot heal. Okay, so we need to find something, like, right now to help our friend here. You got any ideas? Find something like a... Like, find an antidote or, well, like, I information? Mean, like, what are you talking about? We got to find the vampire, I think, and just kill it. Yeah. Um. I mean, how do we track something that just disappeared? Um. I think I want to go back to our place. God, I mean, I don't know that this will help any, but every little bit counts. So, yeah, I, let's go. Let's just, let's go home real quick. Unless yeah. you have something else you want to do. No, 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 no. Let's, let's go back. But uh, I want to bring some things with me. The sort of oxygen mask uh, device that I had used on him to collect uh, that stuff. I want to take that with, but okay. I also want to take like uh, some scanning uh, instruments along with me too. Okay. Um, yeah. And actually, as you go back to collect that stuff, Margaret now has the full report. Like you guys had started to do the research. You got a little bit of information and then you heard Tass and you guys ran down here. So uh, we've got the rest of the information about uh, the Vercolacus, the things that we know about it. Uh, so it has this disease that it can pass on and she kind of looks at the ground. Um, you know the effects of that. Be careful where you sleep. If it is able to sneak into the place that you're sleeping, it just being in that room with you, it can accelerate the process of the poison while you sleep. The things that we know that it's weak to, it's weak to fire or decapitation, and we're very lucky to have found this, it has to sleep in its grave on Saturdays. Because the, the weeks are so hard on it, or what? <laughs> you know, sometimes you're just working for the weekend. <laughs> I guess so. I'm going to ask you this. Virgo Lock is killing for the weekend. <laughs> oh my uh, Margaret, I'm going to ask you this, and I just... I need you to understand. I'm, I'm not kidding at all. What day is it right now? It's uh, Thursday, November oh. the 1st. Okay. All right. Yeah. Neat. All right. Let's do this, huh? Uh, let me know if you need anything or if you find anything new. We'll keep the boys working, but I'm just not sure that this is in the realm of science. Well, I guess <laughs> go downstairs and pick up the new whip to get us home. <laughs> I've got the new car should be waiting. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's right. What, that's yeah. why he was here. Uh, yeah. So you guys uh, head on back to Tass and TJ's apartment. So uh, actually just outside our door, uh, before we go in, I would actually go ahead and shrink down to dachshund mode. So you guys see Tass turn into a dog. <gasps> the f***? What did that vampire do to you? Um, oh, my buddy. I, sco I scoop him up. I hold him. No. I, I'm no. wriggling and kind of like <laughs> not biting, but chewing at his hand. Oh, oh, my buddy. He's so sweet and so innocent. And so cute. We're going to get you back. Oh, and I turn back into me <laughs> and I'm holding in Jake's arms. <laughs> did I not? I didn't tell you about. Put me down, please. I put him down. This is from, you know, from after the thing, after Elnor. I am just, I think, just blinking in confusion, trying to process what's happening. I don't, I don't know. I, I think it was, I ate the berry. I don't know. I, what? Oh, yeah, there's some give berries. Me, give me some of them berries. The okay, berry? let's go back. All right. Oh, my God. 
I'm just trying to get a scent here. So I can do this now. I don't know, but I'm going to do it. So cheers and whoosh, back down. Roll investigate a mystery. Okay. And you get a plus one because of your being a dog. Yeah. Do you have a collar? I don't. I think I'm wearing a tiny little vest with a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the clothes go into, you know, it's magic, but all the clothes go into it except for the little vest. If any of our listeners rifle. have like dachshunds that they can dress up in little vests and a little tiny sniper rifle, please send in pictures of that. That is a 10. Uh, so you get a hold two. What's being concealed here? I mean, really what I'm going for is finding a scent that I can hopefully track later. I don't know if that's the best question for it, but... You get a very subtle hint of the poison cloud that you were in. You didn't really smell it in the moment because your senses were so overwhelmed. You know how in cartoons sometimes or books they describe dogs as seeing scents as colors? Yeah. So you can kind of, as you look through this world, you can kind of see just a little bit of a green mist that goes from your door and into the air vent above your door in the hallway so that it looks like that's the way that it went out when it vanished. Um, I'm going to do the pointer pose at the vent. I'll look at the vent. Uh, does the vent look like disturbed or anything? No. Oh, okay. Uh, this is where I decided to bring in my scanning equipment and everything and also the, the sample of the actual gas along with it. So I'm going to weird science up a... Uh, it's going to be basically what he's doing, except now I can follow it with this scanning device. Oh, I see. So you're going to try to collect some of this and use it as like a dowsing rod. Yeah, basically. All right. A roll uh, weird science. Will do. Oh, mama. Uh, 13. Yeah. Uh, it won't work exactly as you intended. So you turn this on and you're trying to use it to track and it actually acts more like the vacuum from Luigi's Mansion. Um, so you can follow where it's trying to drink this stuff out of the air, but it is more so a collector and a cleanser. It's pushing out potpourri scented air out the back as you <laughs> collect it. And that's how you can tell that you're catching some of it because the smell that comes out of the back. If you're not catching any of it, the air coming out of the back is just normal. Oh, okay. um, but then when you have gotten to a place where you've caught some of the poison, you can't really see it. Uh, but as it processes through, you get a little puff of uh, Hawaiian breeze out the back. And a vague memory of our Hawaiian adventure yes, exactly. comes to mind. <laughs> yes. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm vacuuming up towards the, the vent. Yeah. And you do. You get yep. puff, puff, puff of Hawaiian breeze. Nice. Um, so <laughs> Sounds like you're talking about some dank shit. Yeah. You're going to puff, puff, puff on that Hawaiian breeze. That Hawaiian breeze, bro. <laughs> shit. So we need some plans to figure out where those air vents go out. Let's find out uh, who built this building and go to their office and see if we can get the blueprints. And if they won't give them to us, then it's Ocean's Eleven heist time. Or we could just look around the building. I mean, that's that's also a thing. Like, no. I don't understand what you're... I'm not picking up what you're putting down here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like just literally go to the roof and go around to all the... Any of the vents or anything coming out of the building until we find one with a poof. I had pulled out my phone and brought up the Ocean's Eleven soundtrack on Spotify, and I am now begrudgingly closing out of it and putting the phone back <laughs> in my good, pocket. Good. Yeah, let's go to the roof. So you all head down the hallway and to the stairs that lead up to the roof, and there's a metal door at the top of the stairs. Is it locked? It is. Does it look like it might have some kind of alarm device on it, too? Yeah, I imagine with the price bracket of the place you guys are living in. We are on the upper crust, after all. Hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, Jake? Is there any way you might be able to, I don't know, short circuit this alarm? I mean, if I could call full on lightning in the super magic dense world, I wonder if I can just call a tiny little shock in this one. I'll try. 
I'm going to kind of like put a hand on whatever the thing is and I'm going to do the the call lightning thing and see if I can short circuit this. All right, roll luck. 10. There is a little bit of a tingle in your forearm and you see the lights on the doorknob flicker and then go out. Nice. Way to go, man. Neat. Yeah. Um, I'm going to test the, the door then, see if it's unlocked. It's open. Nice. Going on out to the roof. Uh, you actually go out this door and it leads to a fire escape, uh, but there's a set of stairs that go up to the roof. We'll follow those up to the roof then. So you guys go up the fire escape. Uh, I assume that Jake is carrying tiny dog Tass uh, under his arm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you set him down on the roof. Is this a point where I can use my other hold for where did it go? Uh, yeah, I think you're still kind of trying to track the same uh, the same scent. So yeah, so you start to sniff around on the roof uh, and you do see that in that gray green vision that there is some that came out of the vent on the uh, far right side of the roof pointer pose i'm gonna head over there <laughs> yeah and sure enough you find uh some poofs of hawaiian breeze coming out of the back of your device as you scan around that area nice um i'm gonna try and triangulate around which direction it's headed it seems the... like it went up like as in into the air correct oh damn guys i think we got a problem because i can't reach that high <laughs> i just hurl him into the sky <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going up and up and up and up no uh I want to call. I want to call upon Soul. Uh, hey, what's going on? Hey, you can just kind of float wherever, right? Uh, yeah. Can you hold an object if you give me a body? Oh, hmm. <laughs> you have to go like punch a bird <laughs> until he can possess it. <laughs> until the bird's half dead. Make sure it's big enough to hold whatever you want me to hold. All right, we're breaking into the zoo. I bring up the Ocean's Eleven soundtrack on Spotify again. <laughs> I think I'll whoop back up into normal size. Oh, um, hi. I thought they'd gotten a new party member. I was going to have to leave. Uh, it's in my contract. I, I have to be the cutest thing on the team, and that dachshunds. If that, <laughs> if that was the new teammate, I was out. Uh, give me two days, and you can possess my body. Oh, cool. Wait, why? Oh, I'm I, I'm dying slowly. Oh, because yeah. you're human? <laughs> <laughs> so relatively dying quickly. <laughs> That's true. No, I was um, sort of tricked and poisoned and there's some magic poison in me and it's just hurting me a little more every day and they say it'll take about a week to kill me oh a little less now my condolences yeah thanks bub oh that's very sweet well i was trying to think of a way that he could follow the trail because he can he can float like we can't but he can but we're still limited because he can't carry an object i got a question for you Saul. uh can you see any kind of poisons in the air right now? But what would that look like? I guess a trail of green mist. I don't see anything. Can you look into other spectrums of the the ethers and of light? Uh, I only have one mode of seeing, and it's uh, uh, the auras that are emanated by people. Oh, can you can you see an aura floating around anywhere near us that might be considered evil? Or no, I see your auras, and I see there's a bunch of people in this building below us. Okay. Any thoughts, boys? The only other lead I can think to follow up on right now would be Ori. If oh. we could talk to him, if there's some kind of vampire like hierarchy or something, or they all meet at the same club on Wednesdays, <laughs> like he might know where to start looking for this person. Man, that's solid. Uh, I'm going to call Ori before I just try to teleport to him. Uh, roll luck. Eight. It rings a few times, and then he answers. Oh, hey, man, what's up? Hey, where are you at? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm at work. Okay. Are you like working alone today or? Uh, nope. 
Oh, okay. Well, I have a question. I don't want to take too much of your time. Uh, yeah, probably a couple minutes. Okay. I'll I'll try. Right, do you know what a Vercalacus is? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Do you do you know where they uh, sleep? Oh, in, in general. Oh yeah. Uh, probably the the first place. You saying like the place they died? Oh no, man. Is it is it where they were buried? Are they like undead? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, okay. Interesting. Do you happen to know of any that would be in our neck of the woods? Not off the top of my head. I don't. Uh, it would probably take time to find something like that in the area. Okay. Um, you want me to get like a sausage pepperoni pizza or like mushrooms and onions? Uh, mushrooms, uh, no onions. Okay. All right. I'll have that for you after work, man. Have a good one. Okay, man. Okay. I'll, I'll relay that information to them the first place yeah so he thinks it's where they were buried so like they are someone that has died and been buried and come back he uh he implied that with some time he might be able to figure out who would be around here but i don't know how much time and obviously he wasn't at will to specify okay well i mean that's promising but i mean if this is somebody that's caught up in all this if this is i mean clearly it's somebody that knows who we are somebody that knows who i am so i mean i feel like this has to have something to do with nash i, I mean i don't think that's in question right yeah pretty sure so this could be anybody from anywhere. They could have a grave in China and are on their way back there to be back by Saturday. I guess that gives us something, but not much until we can hear back from him. You said at the first place. Man, for some reason, the way you describe it, it almost seems like like Ori's giving us a hint to something else. I mean, he could be completely literal, but like the way you said it, it sounded like you were he was trying to cover up. So maybe he was trying to tell us something about the first place like where we met him or maybe the first place where we went out like the Halifax or I mean that like it doesn't set right with me. Well, I did. I did then elaborate. I said like where they were buried originally. And he said, yeah, that might be an extra piece of the hint. I think that we know it's where they were buried. Maybe I'm just looking too deep into it. Maybe the first place might have been an extra tidbit. Yeah, maybe he was referring to the first place we went or the first place something we know of happened. And All that's right. where someone was buried. I think that's part. I mean, again, this is magic. This isn't just a disease. And these things are very magic. If it has to be so specific, a Saturday like that doesn't mean anything except it's part of how their magic works works, right? So it's not like they can just dig up their coffin and move it somewhere else. It's got to be the first place where they were laid to rest. No, I don't mean like, has anybody been moved there? I mean, like after we've been somewhere, somewhere important in our history now, has someone died and just been buried there? Oh, right, right, right. We can always just go back and check, but that's, you know, that's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. Do any vampires besides Nash have a grudge against us? Not living vampires. Well, the whole point of this is that it's someone that died and came back, right? Right. But I mean, I can't imagine Esten or Rachel came back somehow. You don't think? No, I'd say we killed them good. I mean, that would have been my guess is that, yeah, one of them, like if it's an undead vampire, I mean, Nash is a baller. He might have been able to raise one of them as a essentially a different kind of vampire. All right. Who do we ask about that? If that's a thing. Rev, maybe? Yeah, I guess. I don't know anyone else who's better with like creature lore. Yeah. All right, let's head to Rev. You guys hop into Jake's car and you head over to Rev's. It is about four o'clock in the morning when you get there. Uh, let's shoot him a text before we go knock on his door just to let him know we're coming. So I'll pound out a text yep. saying, hey, we've got some questions. It is a little time sensitive. I apologize for the late hour. I'm up. Sweet. Walk up to the door. The door opens. Hey, guys, what's going on? Hey, bub. Can, can we come in? Yeah, come on in. As you pass through his doorway, you feel just a little tingle, like something feels weird. And then it passes. 
Oh, oh, don't like that. Does do we all feel that or just him? Just him. Okay. Well, I'm pinching myself anyways, just to make sure this isn't another dream. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funky. What's the matter? Uh, just when I walked through, I think your wards or something are messing with whatever is affecting me. What's going on? Are you familiar with the Vercolacus? Oh, the vampire that deals with poison and... Yeah, it got me. Oh, shit, man. I know. We've been trying to find a way to track this thing down so we could kill it and then maybe stop whatever curses on him that's going to end up killing him. Oh, God. So the long and short here is... um, And as you start, he starts going up the stairs to the bookshelf. Oh, yeah. Follow him up. We essentially just need to try to find it by Saturday, at least, and... uh, Try to catch it in its grave. Yeah. Um, or, you know, earlier is fine, but that's what we've got. Um, yeah, Saturday is going to be your best bet. Uh, the thing that I know about Vercolacus, there are not very many of them around, but they, I mean, they're essentially the assassins because if they can get this poison into you, all they have to do is not be found for six days. Like this is not some mindless monster that hunts this area. Do you have any idea where it went? <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, we tracked it through the air vents um, and then up. onto the roof and then up. Yeah. I mean, it's like any other vampire. They essentially can kind of go into a mist and fly around that way. So just some questions that we have offhand would be about how these things are even made. Like there, there's a limited number of people that really know who we are and what we actually do. So we're just trying to figure out who this could be or if it's sort of this big bad that we're chasing, just one of his minions that he knows who we are and he just sicked one of these things after us. I mean, that's always possible too. But you know, our question is, we've already killed a couple of vampires. Is it possible that one of the things that we killed or at least think we killed could be it? Like another vampire? Yeah. No, I mean, are you talking about, uh, what was it, Esten and, yeah. and Rachel? Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys described that. They essentially turned to dust. You put those stakes through their heart, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's, as far as I know, that gone is gone. Okay. I just can't imagine it's Ori. Like, he, even he didn't really know what he is, and well, he said he's been learning about it, but... I mean, I think he knows a lot more now. Yeah. He's been, I think he's been given a heavy crash course. Like, he he did not hesitate when I asked if he knew what a Vercolacus was. Yeah, he sure did. Now that I'm thinking about it, he knows you... He does. If we know he's under this compulsion too, oh God, what if Nash is making him do this? I mean, that's possible, right? I mean, when you opened the door, did it sound like Ori? Was it as tall as Ori? Was it... I don't know that I recognize the voice. Um, And I mean, it had a mask on. It could have been anybody. Would I have even been sure if it was male? Could it have been a woman? It sounded male, but it it would be difficult to tell. I mean, I, I know he's under the compulsion and he could probably be made to do anything... I feel like if it was him, he wouldn't have been able to give me anything when I just talked to him. I feel like if he had been the one sent after us, he wouldn't have been able to help at all. Because he's been stopped from telling me things less relevant than that before. Like, Yeah, that's fair. I'm not saying it's impossible. I, I wouldn't bet on it, but I guess, you know, I mean, we live in a shit world. Anything's possible. Yeah, my instinct is that it's not him, but... My instinct has sucked so much for the last few weeks. The evidence that I'm seeing like totally points towards Ori now. You guys are saying no, but I'm saying yes. And and it has to do with, honestly, the, the way that my machine reacted to the, the poison. It came up with like a Hawaiian scent. Oh my it God. It came up with, you know, the idea that 
he knows your name. I mean, he said that he was at work. I mean, he could be at work just being in hiding. This is his work, the idea that he's going to kill you. He may be under a compulsion, but he's still a monster, technically. Oof. I'm not ready to say no to Ori. Yeah, I'm I'm not ready to pull a trigger either. I want to see if he comes back with information. I want to give him a little time. I have a few days. I want to give him time. He saved our lives. We'd be dead. I'd be dead. And I want to give him a few days. And I mean, worst case, I know exactly where he is any given moment. Like I can get to him like it's nothing. Right. So there's not a place in the world or he can hide from me. That's true. And he knows that. If we find out that he's guilty. Yeah. Unless he goes behind something that's warded. Yeah, I guess. Why did I bring that up? That's so weird. Because you can't teleport into my house or their house, yeah, so you know like that. that wards exist against his teleportation? Yes. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable right now. What God, just happened? I don't know. <laughs> Are you the bad guy? Oh my God, It's t- I pull the trigger. Are we the baddies? <laughs> TJ's dead now. Well, I failed my uh, I failed my keep Tass a good man mission, and I failed my protect TJ mission. <laughs> All in one stroke. In nice. one fell swoop, so. Yeah. Season wrap on yeah. Jake the Divine. <laughs> So what do you guys, what can I do to help? Is there any way that you can track this thing for us? I guess maybe if you knew who it was, I might be able to track it. Or if you had something of theirs. I pull out a little vial of the gas. Oh God, is that the poison? Oh, it won't work against you. Do you know that for a fact? Well, have you had anybody come to your house lately that knocked on your door? No, I mean, do you know for a fact the properties of that gas once it's activated? Technically, no. Where did you get that? Did you get it from the, the hallway? Well, from, I got it from Tass's lungs, really, but I mean, yeah. So you got the active poison from his lungs. Sure. Maybe let's we'll, be very careful with that. Yeah, yeah no yeah. problem. Maybe and let's I, uh, set that somewhere. And I put that into my little lab coat. I mean, I can it. try to use it, but it's going to be dangerous. How so dangerous? Besides the gas, I mean. That's it. Just the gas. Yeah. Okay. All right. If it gets into the air, well, it could I, get into one of our lungs. I will help you to make sure that it stays safe. Man, if there's any potential that this can get out and do the same thing to all of you, I I don't want to do it. I just I'm just gonna go ahead and say that if we're all gonna die, <laughs> no, we're not trying that. For what it's worth, it looks like a small enough amount that it might only be one of us. <laughs> nice, I like that. But no, still, I mean, I know you guys are trying to help, but I'm not gonna put you on the line to maybe save me. That's not happening. Well, that's too bad that you don't have a say in that because we're gonna save you. I was waiting for him to go, it's too bad you don't have a say in it, and just yank the cork out of the vial. He just drinks it. Ha ha ha! (laughs) Now we have to find a cure for two reasons. I mean, there are different things I can do. I could try to show you guys that moment since you're here, Tass. I mean, I might be able to, we could try to rig something up to track that, but I think that's beyond just my scope. That would be something we would have to work at. So there's got to be some element of this magic to the grave right? It has to be in this grave. It has to recharge or whatever it has to do. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to find that kind of magic, like to find a signature or some kind? Like, you know, we all, we're nerds. We play stuff like Pathfinder. There are schools of magic. Is there a way to like, for TJ to make something that's like a metal detector for that kind of magic? Even if it literally means I have to walk over every grave in the state of Indiana over the next three days with it. Gosh, I don't know. It's like a werewolf. There's magic there when it changes, but there's not a flare of magic when it changes. Like that's just innate ability. Right. And so I think this vampire having to sleep inside of its grave 
is probably the same thing that yeah. it is not a magic effect that happens it's not like not like a bubble shield that i can track it, the shield exactly. signature the, yeah yeah i think it's just a if it doesn't do that it hurts it and as yeah. you're saying this i'm realizing i i have my goggles with me like always and i flip them on to the electromagnetic spectrum thing that let me see all that magic from elnor before mm-hmm. i'm going to take a look at at tas with them uh you don't see anything different about him or new why are you why are you boning me with your eyes tj and then i'm going to take a look at the vial of gas i have uh it does not read either okay and then i'm going to switch and use the battery uh to the heat vision tas seems a little hot compared to what you would normally see him as. Right, and then looking at the vial again. Yeah, it's air. Okay, I'm going to use, I think, my last charge on that and switch to night vision and switch it and look at Tass. It's super bright in here yeah. with all the lights on. Oh, God. Oh, it hurts my eyes. I'm um, looking at the vial. And it gets super bright for a second, almost to the point where you're blinded. You uh, take the goggles down and you see that Tass has turned his phone flashlight on and has up in front <laughs> of a bitch. What did you see? I was helping. Yeah, you didn't notice anything. Nothing. Yeah. In particular, and I'm rubbing my eyes like, uh. Okay. If Rev can help us see that event, if he can help us see that time, we might be able to at least get a better idea of who this person is. If we could get a real good look at him. Sure. Or even from the roof where we lost the trail, if we could see that at a different time, we might get an idea of where they went. I like seeing it happen better because just that way on the planet is hardly anything. Yeah. I mean, I think... We need to figure out who it was before we can figure out where they've gone. For sure. All right, Rev, if you're okay with that, I I wouldn't hate it. Uh, Yeah, come over here. And he takes you into uh, the circle in his floor that you guys have seen a number of times now. Uh, And he puts you in the middle of it. Could I have some dice, please? Yes. And uh, you guys stand kind of a little distance back. And he starts to try to activate this spell that will allow him to see another place or time. So what exactly are you wanting to see? Um, as much detail about the the man in the mask as possible. So this image comes up in the center of this circle, and you're all able to see it. Let me just hold this up real quick. Oh, nice. oh my goodness. Old boxcar Rev. Yeah. <laughs> it's my hobo name. Um, <laughs> I'm Revs and what ifs? So you do, you see the person approach the door. You see them knock, and as they knock, they pull down a bunch of bandages. You can see that they're forearms their face is wrapped in kind of old dirty bandages Uh, they are wearing a black hoodie that's really ratty and beat up and dirty pants and boots Uh, and their fingertips are exposed on the gloves or fingerless gloves and they pull down the mask Uh, you can tell it's a male you hear yourself saying just a second i gotta put on some pants and they start to breathe out and as they breathe out the green mist comes out of their mouth and starts to swirl around the door and they take a step back roll investigate a mystery Oh, man. Six. And you see you come out, you breathe in a little bit of the poison, and you fall backwards. You see it turn as Jake appears in the hallway, and it turns into a little more of that green mist and vanishes into the vent. Shit. Well, that's unsettling. Did you notice anything different? No, like just more detail about what it was. I mean, I could see it a little better, but I you just can't see anything. You just can't see any detail there. It was a man. I mean, that's it. That's all we got. 
Are the bandages like something common? Is that something to do with a Vercolacus? No, I mean, I, there's no like look for a Vercolacus. Uh-uh. So the mask, all of that is just... Seems like theatrics. Or I, I guess maybe if your friend comes back with some more information, maybe it's a calling card or it could be any number of things. Or somebody that knows us. Yeah, or somebody that doesn't want their face to be seen. Shit. I don't want it to be Ori. God, I don't want it to be Ori. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, I could go to Ori, but I know he's with somebody, so that's going to go poorly. And no. I don't know when he will not be with somebody. Although I did promise him a pizza, so I guess I could just show up at his at his houseboat with a pizza later. And, like, that's not super out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, because you've been there. I can get there. Like, as long as whoever he's with doesn't make me, you know, if I'm just some asshole who knows Ori as opposed to Jake the Divine, then it would be fine. Look, if he's talking in code, it's somebody with Nash or Nash himself. And if it's somebody that works with Nash or Nash himself, they're going to know you. They know me. They know him. You've been on TV. They're going to know you. I mean, I might be blowing smoke there, but I don't think I am. And I mean, honestly, if, if he was being sincere and it's not him, then he just might need time. I say you go to him, and if you have to get out of there, then just get out of there. But we need to know, otherwise Tass is going to die. Yeah, we'll probably burn a bridge, but in four days, we'll be burning a friend. <sighs> I understand. I feel like we should wait. I'll go in, like, the night, like when it would be sleep time, and I'll show up with a pizza. Disagree, but you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I could do I could text him and just be like, hey, can I actually bring you a pizza? And just see what he says. Okay. Yeah, sure. I just don't want to put you in danger, Bob. I will. I'll text him and I'll say, what time should I bring pizza? You send the text and as you wait to hear back from Ori, uh, Rev is actually like, uh, speaking of knowing your face, holy crap, man. Like, you're everywhere and then you were nowhere. Where the hell did you guys go? Oh, do you remember the tiny fairy woman from the theater? The thing that was inside the soul bat? Yeah. She pulled us to their reality to help them with a war. Huh? They live on a different plane i'm like looking at the other guys or planet uh, alternate reality? not alternate reality Realm? dimension the next dimension uh, over i don't know which yeah. of these words is right and they were being invaded by the spider lady that was in all the in the nightmares in that nightmare oh, sequence yeah um they were being invaded by that race and they yanked us to where they were because they thought we would be able to help and we stopped an invasion, at least for the moment, and then we came home. But time was weird there, so uh, we lost. Like 11 days like or a, something? Yeah, I 11 days over the course of a day and a half there or so. Otherwise, it could have been a lot longer. Years, maybe. Oh, and I can do this now, and I turn into the dachshund. What? Why? Okay, how does that connect to you fighting spider people? I poof back up to normal. Here's what happened. Long story short, we had to kill this Godzilla-sized bear spider. It filled with magic, and we had like this instant to shoot it where it would explode, but we knew it was going to make a huge-ass crater, and their like resident wizard made me this amulet, and I actually, because I have it, I totally brought it, and I'm wearing it, so I'll get it out from my coat. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll show him. It's like, it's like burned out now, but he made this for me to absorb that energy so I could be close enough to shoot the thing, and it protected protected me from the blast. My best guess is something about that energy going through me gave me an ability like they have. Some of them could turn into animals. That's my guess. I don't know, but I can do it. 
what did that necklace do? Well, it did, I think, sort of two things because it absorbed the energy that hit me and it actually charged these runes that they had in a room that they use for magic. They use for their, you know, big spells, what they used to summon us there and it did all sorts of stuff but apparently it takes a long time to charge them so this absorbed that energy and supercharged those runes so we had to use those to get back we actually used them to bring a guy back to life him the wizard uh died saving me and um so yeah he kind of protected me and did themselves a favor and at the same time it was cool and you said time worked different there yeah like what was the time was real fast there real slow there Well, slow compared to us, we were only there for 18 hours and something like a month passed here. And they used some of those runes to back it up a little bit, but we still lost a couple of weeks almost. Um, So I just rolled an 11 as you told that story. I had completely forgot that you might still have that artifact. And so Rev actually goes over to the book that he was going through before and starts going towards the back. I don't know if this, this may not be any kind of life to live. With that artifact from that other place that absorbs magic and that realm living in a different time, I might be able to, kind of as a last-ditch thing, turn my circle into a place that you could go into, and I could slow that time down for you. But it would take a lot of energy and a lot of components, but that necklace could be the key piece to it that we could essentially make like a dome where time travels slower. So as you get close to that sixth day, if we had all the components to make this space, you could go into it. You couldn't leave because the time would pass right away, like it would catch up, but you might be safe in there for a little while and extend your seven days. It might buy you guys some more time to be out in the world if you can't figure this out by Tuesday. Oh, God. Okay. Again, it would take a lot of research and it would take a lot of pieces, I think, to make it work. Okay. So, all right, let's do this. We need a list. I need to know what we need to get. And while we're waiting for some information from Ori, we can work on that. I can work on that at least. Or maybe it should be you guys working on that and... I'll do anything that is going to potentially cause anybody danger because it's going to be me that's going to eat it anyway. So how does that sound? How much stuff do we need? How long do you think it'll take, Rev? We'd probably have to take this necklace and siphon some ley lines. Here are my thoughts. I don't want to get off the course of finding this thing's grave because it's only going to be there on Saturday. Yeah. If after Saturday we haven't found it and we think that's still enough time to gather the components, that would be my vote is that we keep hunting for the grave until we know we've missed it and then we go to plan b and we gather the magic to make the dome i would hate to gather the magic to make the dome right now and waste the time we could be spending cutting this thing's head off yeah because we will at least have sunday monday after that right yeah I, i mean i could research it i could get all the the stuff together and know exactly what we need so that come sunday morning we could get it done by monday night i like it good point man good call let's do it so just mechanically speaking uh, so as you guys go forward over the next couple of days, this will take Rev out of the, hey, can you help with this? Hey, can you answer this? Hey, can you? Because he's going to have to put all his efforts into prepping the list, prepping the space, tracking down ley lines to fill this necklace. Is this going to be technically our first big magic? Yes, nice. absolutely. So as you guys kind of make this decision, Jake, you get a text back from Ori and it says uh, 11.30 p.m. on the boat. So what do you guys want to do the rest of today? It's about 6.30 a.m. on Thursday. I mean, I'm going to try to get in touch with some of the people from the other agencies that we know. Are Sroka and Fairchild from the same agency or were they from two different ones? I don't know that I ever clarified that. They were from two different ones. Okay. Uh, so those two, uh, I want to get them on like a like a Skype call or something. 
like a summit. And like if they know people from other agencies that I don't know, see if they can pull them in and just kind of pool information mm. on Verkulakis and where they've ever seen them or encountered them so that I can try and figure out a pattern. You know, okay. I, I imagine that like we are not unwilling to share information among each other, but just maybe this one's never come up and we don't have the full picture. Right. I want to get the full picture so that I can try and triangulate this thing. Okay. So you essentially want to do a deep dive with every group and make sure that everyone's notes are the same. And if not like, oh, they say that this happens. Well, oh, this one confirms that. So I'm going to assume you want to get every piece of information you can about the Verkulakis. Yeah. I want to create like a the intersect okay. of information on the Verkulakis. All right. Yeah. I think that would be, that would probably be the use of your Friday. Teach? Um, well, I was going to kind of go off of that actually. And um, I was going to get with all of the like different science teams and everything at the IPT and then maybe even like the science teams around the world uh, to like pass out some of this gas. So then that way they can set up like a sensory grid around the world for this particular gas. Oh, so you essentially want to try to set up a network to try to track if this gas has been used or is in the air other places. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that'll definitely take... That will definitely take at least the day. Um, I think that you would have to do some weird science to create whatever device you're going to give them. Mm -hmm. um, and then a matter of getting them the device and safely distributing the gas between these different machines. Like, is it, you know, is this like Apollo where you're at your place and you're building it and you're showing them how to build it? Or are you making all of them and trying to get them places? Or are you... Oh, that's a actually that's a really good idea. Uh, thank you for that idea. Well, I, I just asked because it will be a, it'll be a much different use of time. This will be you rolling a bunch of weird science for everyone you want to make. Oh, right. As opposed to you doing it once and then being able to show people how to copy that one. The odds for that are like better and in our favor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so make one and then okay. teach them uh, how to make so it. So yeah, it's going to be a, a a sensory device that basically sucks in air and it looks for the the, the traces of this particular gas. And okay. And it'll incorporate the gas, in fact. And then with that, I know that you had mentioned earlier that you had used the last of your goggle charges. We've never encountered this before because you guys have never had to really buy anything during a mission, but... I mean, you guys are going to be at IPT, so if you like want to get your goggles recharged, you can spend those points to get that done today. Um, I will spend five out of my eight that I have for that. Uh, to refill it? Yes. Okay. So, Tass, what do you want to do on Thursday? I, I think I would honestly just say, hey, I'm going to take the day and just kind of bounce. Um, I think I would go back towards the western side of Indiana, back home, and just... Um, like look around all my like childhood homes and the places where I grew up and the places I played and I would see some family that I haven't seen for a while and yeah. Uh, so Jake, roll investigate a mystery. Uh, you have spent the day with these groups and they have gone back through their databases and they've even pulled files of like, oh, we don't know how this person died or what killed this person kind of is similar. So let's bring it just in case. <laughs> Not my strong suit, but I didn't fail. Seven. All right, so you get a hold one. What happened here? Trying to, like, establish a pattern. Like, what happened in these places over this time? What can we discern from that? Ooh, good one. It's about 11 o'clock at night by now. You have been going through these. You've been on these conference calls. Um, they've been emailing you, you know, different pieces, and you've kind of been making your Charlie grid on the wall. <laughs> 
the new piece of information actually that you discover through this is that every time someone dies from one, there's a sighting of a new one relatively quick. And through the various pieces of information and the descriptions of some of the ones that they have seen or even some of the photos that you have, if you die from the poison of a Verkulakis, that's what you come back as. Oh, oh shit. The kill pattern isn't, again, you know, I think even Rev may have said this before, they're not wild animals that prowl in a certain area. It is very tactical. They go out, they get someone poisoned, maybe they poison a couple people, and then they just vanish. It's like it's like the Winter Soldier. You know, they come out and then they're gone until that time has passed where things have kind of blown over and no one's thinking about them again. Oh my god. Uh, and you do actually confirm through this study that it is the place where they were buried the first time. You know, they have found a couple, they have killed them, and half of the time it was they found the grave. You know, oh, this person was killed by one of these. We went back to visit the grave and it was disturbed. Oh gosh, this is the new one. So you do now at least know for a fact that that is how they are created. TJ, you were going back to IPT. Mm -hmm. Uh, You said you're going to get your goggles recharged. Yep. Uh, So roll weird science. This is you designing the machine that you're going to teach the other places how to build to try to track this gas. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my goodness. No problem. 11 plus 3, what is that, 14? Okay, so what is your one requirement? Uh, That would be, it needs huge amounts of power or fuel. All right. So where are you sending this? I think that you can get this gas safely portioned out into eight other machines. Okay. So where in the world are you sending these? Where in the world is TJ doing weird science? Um, <laughs> he just uh, tried to join into me like he, like we were doing karaoke together, but he forgot to read the lyrics. <laughs> He's like, science. <laughs> Which is basically how I do any karaoke. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with like... New Mexico, I'm thinking like maybe Albuquerque, and then I'm going to go to Washington State, so probably Seattle, Um, and then uh, Bangor, Maine, and then I was going to just send it over to Key West, Florida, and then uh, since that covers like basically northeast, southwest of the United States, then I was going to go ahead and send it also to Moscow, uh, then Beijing. I tried to find like somewhere centralized in Africa. So I went with Bengi, which is in the Central African Republic. And then uh, Paris, France for Europe. It'll take a good part of the day for you to lead them through trying to create these. And so I think that you probably end your Friday, uh, as Jake does, leaving IPT pretty late around 1130. Mm-hmm. Tess, I think, spends his day a little differently uh, based off of what you told me before. I think we get kind of a, a scene of Tass at a gravel pit, throwing some stones into the water, eating at Cracker Barrel with uh, some people, might be his family, at Turkey Run on one of the park's many trails, him at the Tasty Freeze getting his favorite ice cream uh, at a bike trail that he used to go to as a kid. And I think this montage kind of ends back in Indianapolis with you and Rev and TJ and Jake around 11.30 at night playing Old school Halo on the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, but it is 11.30, Jake, so uh, it is time to go meet Ori. Okay. I would have placed a carryout order at a pizza place like 20 minutes prior so that I could go get it and then pop over there. All right. So, yeah, you appear on Ori's boat. Is he there? He is. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going? Good. 
I brought you pizza. I'll set it down and open up the box and make a big presentation of it. Like, ta-da! He, uh, he smiles, and he kind of gives you the, uh, the forearm, like where you guys kind of hit forearms. Ori does not seem like a pound man to me, but it seems like with you it would be like that he hits forearms. Uh, and he, he sits down, and he grabs a piece of pizza, and he's like, it's been, man, it's been a long day. Yeah, what's what's going on? As much as you're at will to tell me, I'm I'm happy to listen. You know, he's constantly trying to teach me, you know, how to use the things that I can do, and so he's got me working with different people. And uh, yeah, sorry about the phone call today. It was just I, I don't know how to talk. Like I I wonder if me like trying to cover and talk normal, quote unquote, just makes it more awkward. Or I don't know, man. But they just they had us going through like a, an old building that they had had found some relics some kind of like magic relic in that they wanted to inspect it i guess and so we had to go retrieve it that i mean actually sounds super interesting yeah i mean it is it's interesting but it's like everything seems to be like some kind of a test it's like oh okay you can we got to get this relic but oh by the way you got to teleport across this place you can't see to get there it's like nothing seems to be just like oh do the thing it's you know everything's a a lesson what kind of what kind of people are you having to work with anybody like are they all just vampires more powerful than you type people what's up uh it's kind of a mixed bag like i think i I don't know how to gauge like who's more powerful than me uh but yeah it's just other like you know like i said he kind of made me one of his operatives uh as he's looking to to like replace his his missing general so well i don't necessarily want to keep you if you've had a super long day but uh no no it's uh yeah i can i can try to see what i can find i haven't uh, had the chance yet to, you know, there's not like a database or anything, but I think I could snoop around a couple of places and maybe get some information. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to try right now. Um, so hopefully I'll get back to you in just a little bit, maybe. Okay. I mean, I can like hang out here if you want. I can help you if you want. We can eat some pizza and, and do some research and have a study group. I mean, I'd love to hang out for a while. Um, the stuff that I got to do won't be here. Like I'm just going to kind of go around to some places and look through some things that I maybe shouldn't be looking through. I really appreciate it, man. Let me know. You know, as always, if you end up in some shit, let me know. Yeah, right. We'll be there for you. Thanks, man. He picks up a piece of pizza and kind of like holds it out to you. I made it sound like something he was going to lady in the tramp you. <laughs> yeah. More like a toast. I, yeah, like a toast. But I mean, maybe lady in the tramp is better. We still have like a month for the fan art contest. So, uh, <laughs> or, or we do the like, like at a wedding with the looping arms around each other. And yeah, yeah, each yeah. Other. <laughs> but yeah, it, you can tell that it is nice for him to see someone unrelated to his kind of new life. Good. I need to like get his gamer tag or something at some point. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, Jake, you come back to Rev's place. Uh, I think you guys are kind of sitting around just having a talk and maybe you haven't really been aware because you're caught in a story of the time and mid-sentence task kind of seizes up and you actually see for the first time what happens to him at midnight visible green fills his eyes and then goes back down and he coughs and the only way you can describe it is that he just looks a little less uh and he kind of i assume tries to shake it off and continue on with the story yeah and you guys go on watching tv and i think at some point probably just out of sheer necessity of the tiredness that's starting to come upon you task goes to sleep and jake is awake and his phone buzzes and it's a text from Ori. Ooh. <clears throat> so read it aloud. Dude, I've been trying to get intel, and the only Verkalakis that I can find anything on is new to the ranks. 
They say he was raised by Grigori a few months back in an old theater that burned down. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't know if that rings any, any bells, bells, but everything points to him. Any other assassins that are in the ranks are hiding or on a mission in other parts of the world. I know time is running short and you need answers, but I couldn't find more details than that. I hope you guys can solve this. Stay safe, guys. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Finn treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson... Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.